Shabbat Shalom. The Parsha this week is called Yitro, and what it's really known for is the Ten Commandments. It got me thinking about words. In the 21st century, we are surrounded by words all the time, maybe more than any generation that ever came before us. Think about it. We don't just have newspapers and books. We also have smartphones and the internet. We have texting. We have a constant feed of information, words coming at us from all directions all the time. It's a feature of life today. As Jews, we're also people of words, especially because we are people of books. Part of Jewish life is about making meaning out of words, by reading ancient words, and by reading words about ancient words. What did the commentators have to say about our ancient texts? This week's portion is also about words. But if we dig a little deeper, we'll find that it's not only about words, it's also about silence. When we find our people this week, they're standing at Mount Sinai, ready to receive the Torah from God. And it says, Vaidaber Elohim et kol hadvarim ha'ele. God spoke all these words to the people. And what are the words God speaks? The Ten Commandments, of course. I am the eternal your God. You shall have no other gods before me. Honor your father and your mother. Keep Shabbat. You shall not steal. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not covet. These have come down the centuries as some of the most important words in all of history. They sit at the center of a document that sits at the base of the values of the society that we live in today. So you can imagine that the experience of hearing them directly from God's mouth, such as it is, must have been amazing and incredible and perhaps totally overwhelming. In fact, right after God finishes speaking all those words, the people go to Moses and they essentially say to him, Moses, we've had enough. This has overwhelmed us. We want you to go up the mountain and hear the rest of what God has to say and relay it to us. The experience of hearing this directly from God is too much. And so Moses does. He goes up the mountain and he receives lots more words. Next week's Parsha, which is called Mishpatim, or Laws, also considered to be part of the revelation at Sinai. So there's a question in the commentaries then about how much of the revelation, how much of the Ten Commandments did all the people actually hear directly from God? In the Torah, it looks like it was those Ten Commandments, and then the people send Moses off to hear the rest. The commentator Rashi actually says, nope, it was only the first two commandments. Those are the ones that are spoken in the first person. I am the eternal, your God. You shall have no other gods before me. Some of the other commentators say it was less than that, just the first commandment, or just the first word of the first commandment. But maybe the most interesting interpretation comes from some of the Hasidic masters who say, no, all that the people heard was the first letter of the first word of the first commandment. So what's the first word of the first commandment? Anochi, I, as in I am the eternal, your God. And the first letter of the word Anochi is the letter Aleph. And those who read Hebrew know that the letter Aleph makes no sound at all. It's only silent. So according to that interpretation, all the people heard in this profound moment of spiritual connection with God, all that was conveyed was in fact silence. Not words, not laws, not books upon books, but silence. How could silence be a revelation? How could silence convey God's presence? Well, actually, if you look at the name of God, you can see that silence or breathing plays a role in what God is. The most personal name for God in the Torah is 
Yud, Hey, Vav, Hey. It's a word that we don't pronounce. We don't know how it was pronounced exactly in ancient times. We usually replace it with the word Adonai, which means the Lord. But it doesn't mean Lord. It actually comes from a Hebrew root that means to be. And so in a sense, this yud Hey vav Hey, this name for God, means the one who was, who is, and who will be. And if you try to pronounce those letters together, the Yehava, what you really get is the sound of breathing. So what is God? God is the breath inside us. God is the ability to simply be. And we can find God's presence in breathing and in silence. Have you ever sat still for a while and just focused on your breathing, tried to tune out all the things that you're worried about, the things that happened, the things that might happen, the things that we have to take care of, just to be in the moment? It's one of the most profound spiritual experiences that there is because it gives us a sense of our own capacity to simply be. Judaism has known for a long time that there was power in silence and power in the pauses in between the rushing river of life. That's what Shabbat is, really. Shabbat is a weekly opportunity to stop focusing on our to-do lists and all the things we have to take care of, and instead to focus on being in the moment, right here, right now. What brings me meaning? With whom do I create community? What does it feel like to just be? We can have that experience on Shabbat, and it can bring a great deal of fulfillment and wellness into our lives. We can actually have that experience anytime, any moment where we sit down and focus not on what we have to take care of or what we're worried about, but focus on the here and now, on how things feel, on what it feels like to breathe, on what it feels like to be. So maybe one of the most important pieces of our revelation from God, so to speak, in that moment, wasn't the words, the commandments, the, the books. Those are important, but let's not forget about silence. When our people stood at Sinai, what they heard from God was their own capacity to be in the moment, to recognize the blessing of being in this world. This Shabbat and in this coming week, may we also cultivate our own capacity to be to breathe, to appreciate. And may it bring us a sense of the blessing of life. Shabbat Shalom.